This is the One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. I'm your host, Jeff Woods. And I'm your co-host, Kaylin Less. If you have been following the One Thing Podcast for the past several weeks, you've noticed a theme around habits. And if you specifically listen to the episode with Gary Keller titled, Decide Your Habits, Decide Your Futures, then you know that right now is the time to be purposeful in selecting one habit that if you form that in the new year right off the bat, would build so much momentum for you that would not only help you achieve the big goals you set yourself, but also help you decide the future that you want for yourself. In this episode, Kaylin and I are going to reflect back on this past year, you know what our journey looked like in terms of forming habits in the midst of all the things that have been going on. And as we look forward to the next year, what we're thinking about when it comes to habits. And then we're going to talk about some strategies that you can put in place so that you can join us on the journey and boost your odds of success. Eating healthy is an investment. It's an investment in yourself, but it also often requires an investment of your time. But good news is Factor has delicious ready-to-eat meals that are ever fresh and never frozen. They're chef-created, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. With Factor, you can choose from a weekly menu of up to 35 options, including popular things like Calorie Smart or Keto Direction or Protein Plus or Vegan and Veggie. Also discover 60 more add-ons every week like breakfast on the go, lunch, snacks, beverages to help you stay fueled, feel good all day. And we know our listeners here at The One Thing are focused on health and health goals. That's why we choose to partner with Factor. And if you visit factormeals.com slash 150 and use code 150, you can get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Again, that's factormeals.com slash ONE50 and use code ONE50 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. So Kaylin, I know for, for you, you went on some 66-day challenges this past year. When COVID hit, what, how did you decide what that 66-day challenge was going to be for you? Oh, that's a great question. I guess when I think back of 2020, like the beginning of the year, man, I was pretty pumped. And it was a new year, a new decade. And I took on my first 66-day challenge in January for just a daily walk. I could walk to the driveway and back, but I just had to choose that like, I'm going to go move my body once today. And that habit really locked and loaded me for when COVID hit. I had already established that and it, it pretty much carried me through. And so as I continued through that year, really trying to balance all of the, all of the uncertainty and all the spinning plates all of us had, I kind of got overwhelmed. And when we launched our 66-day challenge with the community, right as COVID was in the thick of it, I really thought, you know, I can't take on one more thing because man, it's just too hard right now. And instead, I narrowed it down to a lead domino that was a tiny, teeny two-inch domino that I knew I could do which was when I was feeling stressed or when I was feeling overwhelmed, I wanted to respond with breath instead of thoughts. So all I had to do was take one deep breath and that got my X for the day. And I'll (laughs) tell you what, Jess, every single time I took a second breath (laughs) and it put me in a new rhythm that while it wasn't a big habit, it actually started to retrain the way I respond to things. And it's it's proved really powerful through this year because... I've had to respond to a lot of crazy things that I didn't expect, just like all of us did. What was yours? Well, hold on. Before we go to me, I want to dive a little deeper there because 
COVID hits, I know our world inside the business got turned upside down. And every plan that we had kind of went out the window. You had to take on even more inside the business, along with just having lots of things going on in your personal life. How did you decide that that was going to be the lead domino? So I didn't decide immediately. It wasn't like a light bulb that just went off and shone a light on where I should start because I really struggled with it because I thought, you know, this is an opportunity to form a pretty dramatic habit because my routine had been so mixed up. Like these are seasons of life where actually we have a great opportunity because the routine has been so disrupted that habits have a better chance of sticking because you're starting with a clean slate. And while I wanted to go big and do something, you know, a workout plan or something for my physical health, I was working so hard to be healthy. I thought, man, what can I do? But when I really was honest with myself, that breath was the one thing that I knew I could do every time. And it was the one thing that would lead to the other things I was looking to achieve. So mm-hmm. while I wanted to take on maybe meditation or something for my just my internal mind and to really quiet my spirit, I fast forwarded and I could see myself failing there. So I dialed it back and I kept going smaller. And I thought, if one breath, that's one thing I could do. And it really liberated me from feeling the onus of taking on something big when I just committed to something really small. Mm. That's great. And I can imagine how by just doing that one thing, like when you feel stressed, instead of leading with thoughts, pausing and just taking a deep breath, which automatically sets you up to take another one. And before you know it, you're doing some great breathing and you're calming the mind, you're calming the nervous system, all those things which can change how you you respond versus react, which everything else becomes easier. Absolutely. And here's the thing too, Jeff. I was actually kind of sneaky, even though I didn't have the the like forethought that I was being so sneaky, that I was undoing a habit that I already had really formed and was really ingrained. Hmm. I had been living with the habit of like, I've got to have the answer. I've got to respond quickly. When COVID hit, I mean, we were all in this moment of every moment counted. And if I didn't respond fast enough, the moment changed. So I had the responsibility of trying to work with our community and serve them with their needs in such a way that was honest and real and what they needed right then, but it felt like it was a moving target. Mm -hmm. And so that pressure of wanting to deliver something for people that were on a journey with us, while also not knowing how to take care of myself, I did a quick pattern interrupt. And rather than having to have the answer immediately, that quick breath gave me the time to really consider what is the best thing versus what's the first thing that comes, comes to my mind that I can run with. Love that. Love that. Love that. Tell me, Jeff, about your habit experience this past year. I was just looking at my um, in my planner. January 1st, I launched a 60-60 challenge. And the way I chose the first habit I wanted to form was when I opened my one thing planner for this year. It asked, what's my one thing for the year? And I knew for me this year, it was, it was more of a, a personal focus that would also spill over into my professional. But I wanted to become the, the type of person who helped others get what they want first. I my track record shows that I'm very clear on what I want and taking actions for myself, but I've also noticed where that has created a ceiling of achievement in my marriage, in my relationship with my kids, in my relationship with the team. And if I want to be the best husband, the best father, the best leader, I have to become the type of person who helps others get what they want first. 
And my lead domino was, can I just demonstrate empathy once a day when I just naturally wouldn't have? Because there's lots of opportunities. I don't have a shortage of opportunities to be empathetic on a daily basis. And can of all of them, just one time a day, can I lead with empathy versus being really direct or intense, which is, which is kind of my natural behavior. And what was interesting was I strung together 66 consistent days every day, demonstrating empathy once a day when I naturally wouldn't have. And at the end of the first 66-day challenge, Kayla and I looked up and asked, is it really a habit? And the answer was not even close. <laughs> it took a tremendous amount of effort and willpower to do it. And I remember asking, okay, well, what am I going to do? And every day I open up that one thing planner and I, I see it sitting there. And it's like, well, if the, you said this is your one thing for a year, have you actually earned the right to move on to a new activity? And the answer was no. So I kept going. And at the end of the second 66 day challenge, I looked up and asked the question, is it a habit yet? And the answer was no. So I doubled down or to this point tripled down and did another one. And here's what's crazy. At the end of the third 66-day challenge, it still wasn't a habit. And at this point, it's like, gosh, I'm however many days in that is, like, I'm not stopping. I, if, I had made the mental commitment that if I only do one thing this year, I will form this habit. And I kept going. And I actually have it on my planner. Day 218 was the day that it started to feel like a habit. 218 days. And I can tell you, because I'm, I'm looking at my tracker, today is day 352 of every single day demonstrating empathy once when I naturally would not have. Like this morning, my wife was running out the door late to bring the kids to school. And I knew she had about an hour's worth of driving that she was about to do. And I knew she hadn't had her coffee yet. And the one thing I could do was to make her a cup of coffee. Like I made her a special latte that I knew she'd like with like some extra cinnamon powder. And as she was about to run out the door, I said, hold on, honey. And I handed it to her. And I could just tell like she knew I thought about her and it meant something to her. So I got my ex for the day. When I hear you talk about your journey to form empathy as a habit, what I'm struck by is two things. Is A, you really chose something that would... It would be the lead domino to a lot of areas of your life. So it was one thing that could affect so many relationships in a positive direction that it was a worthwhile endeavor. And the second thing that I think about is that while you wanted this to be a habit and you could imagine what it looked like, your mindset was so in the right place and you were so driven, it still wasn't easy. The repetition and the commitment to excellence to continue on that journey, even when you hoped it would take 66 days and it still wasn't quite there. Mm -hmm. And then you looked up again and said, oh, is it a habit yet? But to really be critical and consider, what does it feel like? Do I have to choose this every time? Is, it, is there friction or does it just kind of naturally just knock that domino over? And your self-awareness around that is really, it's a powerful message that even when we want something really bad and we're working towards it, we still have to consider just look that inward thought and that perspective to really understand whether our activities and our results are giving us the things that we need. Yeah. I mean, I've had... I don't even know how many 60-60 challenges I've gone on over the last five years where I didn't... Where I fell off the wagon. 
it, it happened a lot. And almost always, it was because I didn't have a big enough reason why to succeed. I didn't have a big enough reason why to prioritize it and focus on it. Because when the novelty wore off, it just, it just went by the wayside. Or when it got hard, I didn't, I didn't persist through it. But this one, it was really clear. Do I value my marriage? Yes. Do I value my relationship with my children? Yes. Do I want to make an extraordinary impact in this world? Yes. Is, is this business that we're a part of my vehicle to do that? Absolutely. So if I don't show up as a more empathetic leader, I will put a ceiling on what the business can do. And then by default, the impact we make in the world. So all of a sudden, you know, not demonstrating empathy seemed trivial to the other things. And the thing I want to point out is, for those of you that don't know the research behind it, we say it takes on average 66 days to form a habit. But the University College of London in 2009, when they did the study to find 66 is the average, there was actually a spectrum. Depending on the complexity of the habit, it could take anywhere from 18 to 254 days. So if you're hearing and you're going 218 days, Jeff, that's, that's way longer than 66. Yeah, it was. And it was still within the range that they found in that study. But for me, it just, it was a more complex habit for me to form for some reason. That's a great lesson to just really let that sink in so that people can give themselves some grace when it's not just on day 67, you're suddenly transformed into something with this new habit and this new life and this new way of doing because it really is different for everybody and it's different with certain habits and it's different with certain seasons of life. Mm -hmm. So 2020 was a tough year for a lot of us. And while we took on these new habits to really take control of a year that was otherwise feeling a bit out of our control, it still is something to just take note of and take inventory of the way that you were facing your year and the things that that you set out to achieve. That's right. That's right. And that brings us to where we are now, where we've been having the conversation. The clock's about to strike 12 on a new year. And we have the opportunity to decide a habit that will decide our futures. We don't take this lightly. I mean, if you listen to the episode with Gary, he talked about how he was so purposeful in choosing the habits he would form. He would set big goals, goals that He wasn't even sure if he could achieve them because he understood the purpose of the goal was to inform his behavior in the moment and then just make a habit of doing that behavior. And man, he's achieved extraordinary results. And so I'm curious for you, Kaylin, as as we look to the new year, January 1st, we're going to be kicking off a 66-day challenge exclusively with our community where we're going to be partnering them up into accountability groups and doing trainings for them to boost their odds of success. So Kaylin, I'm curious for you, What's the process that you've gone to, to to figure out what that habit might be for the new year? It's a great question because it's not as simple as I sometimes expect it to be. Sometimes I think, you know, that first habit's going to jump into my brain and that'll be it and I'll run with that. But what I've learned is that really taking some time to consider and reflect on what is the one thing that will make everything else easier this year, it's not a fast process. So I think a lot about a story you told me that Jay said that before he got his kids a dog, they were required to take the leash for a walk around the block 
for, was it a series of months? I guess I, I didn't hear this story from Jay. I heard it from you. I think they had to do a 66-day challenge. He wanted them to form the habit of walking the dog before they got a dog because he didn't want that to be his job. Yeah. So when you tell me that, I love that because I kind of am thinking about like, who is the person I want to be in 2021? And what's the habit that I need to do early on to like take the leash for a walk around the block that will prepare me for that responsibility? And when I think about my 2021 responsibilities, I know that my leadership is, I'm going to, I need to take on a new form of leadership and I need to really challenge how I've led before and break through some ceilings. But I'm not exactly sure what, what activity will help me do that to better prepare. And so I'm, I'm still chewing on that, but I'm curious, Jeff, what about you? Where are you at in the process right now? Yeah. So I'm, I'm narrowing it down and I've, I've taken the last month to really think through what matters most. And there's a few things that are happening in my, in my world that I'll give the high level on. I, I, remember, I remember early on starting this company, hearing Gary talk about how he started Keller Williams and finally earned the right to bring in somebody to run the business to free him up to focus on building it. And that's kind of an entrepreneur's dream or a founder's dream is that they can get the company off the ground and then bring in you know, professional leaders who can run the day-to-day operations. And that way, the, the, the founder or co-founder can get into their true genius zone and deliver the most value. And we've earned that right with this business. So we've brought on somebody to take over running the day-to-day operations. And that frees me up to doing the things that I'm absolutely the best at that bring me the most joy and will deliver the most value for the business. The downside of that is for anybody who has ever struggled with delegating, you're turning the reins over of the day-to-day operations. So that's one area that I can focus on is what's one habit I can form that would allow me to succeed through this person and not around them. I'm still not 100% clear on that lead domino. And the other one is just around my personal life in my relationship with my wife and my kids. This year has been such a whirlwind. And noticing where I've made amazing gains as a husband and a father. And I'm also becoming more aware of where I still am hitting against the ceiling of achievement in terms of my ability to connect with them on an even deeper level. And so there, there, there might be... There is a habit I can form there as well, which I choose to do first yet, I am unclear on. And I, and I have some thinking time block to, to finalize that. So come January 1st, I'm ready to rock and roll. So I mean, the message really is that rather than jumping into something quickly and committing, we both of us are really taking some time to consider and to date the idea of what this habit could be that would give us the most impact mm-hmm. and the smallest thing that both of us could commit to do. Because so, so going small is one part and then it's going small in the right direction. And also consider we're recording this about two weeks before you're actually listening to it. So we've still got two weeks to think this through. The thing for you, if you're listening to this and you're going, ha, ah, yeah, I should probably start January 1st with a 66-day challenge. And what do I do? Or if you're listening to this after January 1st, which is highly possible. The best time to plant a tree, 20 years ago. (laughs) Next best time to plant a tree, right now. So ask the question of all the seven circles, spirituality, physical health, my personal life, my key relationships, my job, my business, my finances. What's the one area I want to focus on first? Not to say you're not going to focus on multiple areas over time, but what's the one you want to focus on first? And then start asking the question, well, what's one thing I can do for my physical health that would make everything else easier or unnecessary? And you keep asking that question until you arrive at a lead domino. And then just ask 
Like it's got to be something you can do every day or every business day if it's a business habit. And then launch your 66 day challenge. I mean, I, I have Paul Pop in my mind, Kalen, how he's in our community and he was a part of the 66 day challenge. And it took him, I don't even remember how long it took him to finally start because he was worried about not choosing the right habit. And finally, he just said, I'm just going to pick one and I'm going to start going. And he got immense value by just deciding. So I would encourage you, if you have the time to be thoughtful about this, awesome. And you can also be really thoughtful and purposeful about that habit in less than 15 minutes. Kaylin and I are just digging really deep because we've been at this for years now. We've formed so many habits over the past several years that now it's not like, okay, I'm just going to meditate or I'm going to form the habit of priority by checking my 411 before I check my email. Like We're getting really nuanced on the habits that we're weaving into our lives. The other thing that's really unique with us in this community is that we have a sounding board when we're deciding that habit. So even just putting it out in the world, like in our community, people will say, Hey, I'm thinking of doing this. Has anybody ever done this habit before? And uh, you get immediate feedback of like, well, could you go smaller? Where, where's your baseline right now? So that's something that I've really enjoyed even this is these last few weeks of the year is as people are getting ready and ramping up for the new year and their first habit of 2021, there's this dialogue of getting creative and trying things on. And I just think that that is such a huge support to be able to think about ideas while also get collective feedback from people who've been in your shoes before and have seen the impact. And even as you talk about your journey, you, you're inspiring other people to take different actions in, in those same directions or other ones. Yeah. So, so let's, let's give some tactical guidance because um, folks, there's, what's interesting about this year is normally a new year is very exciting. There's lots of novelty. We've got all this fresh new willpower to, to kick the year off right. And I don't know about you, Kaylin, but I feel like we've sprinted for 12 months through like a hurricane. <laughs> I'm just tired. I can relate to that that feeling. I definitely my excitement is not as glittery while also I know how important it is. So it's this knowledge. I, I know too much. You know, I can't unknow what I know about forming habits. And choose and as we get ready, it's really getting ready to change the year and take it back. And the reason I share this is if you're listening to this and you're just tired right now, like you're zoomed out, you're burnt out, the idea of going on a 66-day challenge, the idea of doing one more thing just feels like a little bit more work than it normally would. We're with you. We're there too. And here's the thing I'm going to share. I think a lot of us are ready to put 2020 in the books and turn the chapter. If you don't do this, there is a high probability that you allow last year to become your this year. We saw this happen with COVID when people were not intentional about, great, my environment just changed. How am I going to maintain my health? How am I going to maintain my productivity? How am I going to strike a sense of work-life counterbalance? The people who were not purposeful in that ended up becoming reactive. They got the quarantine 15. They struggled in their relationships. They struggled in their focus professionally. It just, it all slipped away. It's the same thing here. Don't allow behaviors of last year to become your habits of this year if they're not going to support you 
in achieving your goals, you have the opportunity to ask, what's one goal that really matters to me this year? If I could only achieve one goal this year, what would it be? And based on that, what's the one thing I can do that if I just did that every day as a habit would make achieving that goal so much easier or unnecessary, then launch the year with that. Because here's the cool part. You fast forward by early March, we know thousands of people in our community will have solidified a brand new habit that will make achieving that goal so much easier. And they will have an immense amount of momentum that they've unleashed that's automatically going to get them back up to then ask, okay, if I've solidified this habit, what's the next one I'm going to form? And then before you know it, they're stacking powerful habits that make achieving their goals easier and decide their futures. You have the opportunity... The thing that's going to determine if 2021 was better than 2020 is the habits you form. So the question is, will you join us? If you would like to learn about how you can actually partner with us on this journey so you don't do it by yourself, just go to theonething.com slash habits. And that's with the number one in the URL, theonething.com slash habits. I don't know about you, Kalen, but when you go on a 66-day challenge by yourself, it's a very high probability that you don't finish. Because the novelty wears off after like two weeks and then it just gets hard. But what was the stat, the percentage of people in our community that successfully completed this past year? 78% of people were more likely to succeed when they did it with a community who supported them. And that stat is coming from people that had tried and failed before. And some people even, it was that habit that they'd, they went in forming a habit that they had failed multiple times before, but yet when they were surrounded by people that were unwilling to give up on them when they wanted to give up on themselves, it really was a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. So folks, um, our hope, look, we're in the business of helping you invest your time. You've been listening to this episode for however long we've been talking. And if it's changing your mindset, that's awesome. That's, that's, that's a good investment. But the highest ROI is when you take new knowledge and you apply it. And you notice the theme with us. Habits are a huge, huge deal. And so is there a new habit you need to form? Or Kaylin and I were talking offline before this. Maybe you need to form a habit of doing less Maybe your life is just really complicated right now. And let me give you a few examples of some lead dominoes. Maybe you earn your X on your 66-day challenge calendar if just one time a day, when you feel like you should check your email, you say no. And instead, you check your 411. You check your priorities before you check your inbox. Because you fast forward, you you will spend less time in your inbox and you will invest more time in your priorities and you will achieve way more in way less time and your stress will go down. There's lots of other options. You could make that for social media. One time a day that you would check social media, you're not going to do it. There are certain negative habits that are undermining your future that you can begin to untangle to simplify your life. Here's what I would challenge you to do. I would challenge you, if you're not yet in the community, just go to theonething.com slash habits, sign up. The first 66 days, by the way, are free. So you can actually join us for the full challenge if you sign up right now for free and form the entire habit and get all the support. And after you make the commitment, then block. That's domino one. Sign up. Little domino two, block five minutes. Ask the question, if I could only form a habit for one goal, what would it be? And based on that goal, what's the habit I can form? And then get started. It can be that simple. And we're here to help. 
I think that's the thing that I've been so inspired by is that it's one thing when I'm forming a habit with my community and it's what it does for me and my habit formation, but it is such a pleasure and joy to be able to be someone else's cheerleader too. I underestimated how valuable that is in my process and how it's really enriched my life over this last couple of years. I was just thinking about, we need to get some pom-poms. <laughs> you don't already have pom-poms, Jeff Woods? <laughs> that surprises me. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, sincerely, if for, for the thousands of you that are already in Living Your One Thing, we are so excited to, to kick it off with you because I know we have the opportunity to have a real win in the first quarter of the year that will just unleash a domino effect in your life for the rest of the year. And for those of you that are not yet in the Living Your One Thing community, we are here to support you. And like we said, you can sign up at theonething.com slash habits. You can join us for the full 66 days at no charge. And then you can decide if you want to stick in the community. What we know is that you're going to want to because all of a sudden you're going to be like, oh my gosh, there's all these other people who are living this who can support me. And then we're just off to the races. So go to theonething.com slash habits and join us right now. If this episode has brought value to you, think about the people that you know that might need to hear it. And we hope that you would consider sharing it with them. And if you are not yet subscribed to the show, click the subscribe button. And here's why. Because all future episodes will then automatically be downloaded to your device of choice. So you'll never miss an episode that could bring immense value to you. And finally, if you would consider leaving us a rating and review on your podcast player of choice, it genuinely helps us reach more people and help them better invest their time so they can achieve extraordinary results. I'm your host, Jeff Woods. We look forward to being with you in the next episode.